Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. It's getting a little harder to fit all the comments in in our time together, so we're going to focus on a few comments, not always the stories at the bottom of the Pirkei Avos Treasury here in the Season 2 of the PAL. We're in Chapter 3, Paragraph 21, Paragimel Mishnah Chafal of Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah Omer. Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah says, In Ein Torah, Ein Derech Eretz. If there is no Torah, there is no worldly occupation. In Ein Derech Eretz, Ein Torah. If there is no worldly occupation, there is no Torah. In Ein Chachma, Ein Yira. If there is no wisdom, there is no fear of God. In Ein Yira, Ein Chachma. If there is no fear of God, there is no wisdom. In Ein Das, Ein Bina, if there is no knowledge, there is no understanding. In Ein Bina, Ein Das, if there is no understanding, there is no knowledge. In Ein Kemach, Ein Torah, if there is no flower, there is no Torah. In Ein Torah, Ein Kemach, if there is no Torah, there is no flower. All of these things go hand in hand. Let's touch on a few of the comments in our time together. Rabbi Lezer ben Azari was a was a 10th generation descendant of Ezra the scribe and a 3rd generation Tana. Yehuda Hanasi, in enumerating the special qualities of each of the sages, compared him to an itinerant peddler who offers a full array of wares for his knowledge was so vast that one could learn from him all the myriad areas of Torah from Avos Rebbein He was also blessed with great material wealth from Shabbos. In a fact, the Talbot teaches that one to whom he appears in a dream may expect to acquire wealth from Brachos. Due to his combination of wealth and family lineage, he was appointed to the post of Nasi when Rabbi Gamliel was deposed, see Brachos, even though he was only 18 years old, see Brachos 1.5. Even when Rabbi Gamliel was reinstated, Rabbi Lezben Azar shared the office with him. From some of his famous statements, there is no forgiveness in Yom Kippur for sins against another human being unless one appeases his injured friend from Yoma. A Sanhedrin that executes a criminal more frequently than once in 70 years is deemed a murderous court from Makos. In spite of his wealth, another of his statements shows his empathy with the common man's struggle to earn his daily bread. Man's sustenance is as difficult a feat as the splitting of the sea of reeds from Sachem. The public's love of him is captured in the touching statement, quoting Avos Rebbein Happy are you, Avram, our father, our forefather, to have a descendant like Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah. So if there's no Torah, there's no law of occupation. The laws of Torah regulate commerce and business ethics. Therefore, Torah knowledge and fidelity to its laws are imperative in order to conduct one's business properly from Rav. The Talmud explains, he who seeks to be exceedingly righteous should be involved with the laws of damages from Bava Kama. So you have to know that when it comes to Torah, it's really about the the realistic application. You can't just study in a hole and never go into the world. It's about learning and practicing what you preach. It's learning and practicing what you learn. You learn in order to practice. We can't just be in the hall. We have to learn with it. And we can't just be in the hall. We have to actually work and we have to make our money. We have to make our panasa and we have to do it according to the guidelines, according to the ideals of the Torah. A livelihood enables people to devote themselves properly to study. Without it, people will eventually forget their Torah learning. Rav. The Rambam himself, Maimonides, was a very famous sage, and he himself worked and learned, and he was very meticulous with how to split up the day. Some of the day was for sleep, some of the day was for work, and some of the day was for taking care of the other stuff. Derech Eretz not only can mean lively, but also a person's moral conduct. Only one who has cultivated his personality in accordance with Torah standards is a fitting receptacle for godly wisdom. Man must therefore perfect himself morally as a prerequisite to successful pursuit of Torah knowledge. 
Wisdom. If there's no wisdom, there's no fear of God. Wisdom refers to Torah wisdom. Fear of God is strengthened, deepened, and clarified by knowledge of the Torah. From Rav Yonah, King Solomon teaches, let your ear listen attentively to wisdom, then you will truly perceive fear of God. If there's no fear of God, there's no wisdom. Rav Yonah explains, fear of God must precede the acquisition of his wisdom. If one does not first imbue his conduct with the fear of God, he will find the divine wisdom despicable and rejected, God forbid. If there's no knowledge, there's no understanding. Knowledge is the ability to perceive the underlying logic behind a fact. Understanding is the ability to deduce one fact from another. Sometimes such deductions are not based on logic but on intuition. But if someone lacks an understanding of the logic of the phenomena he's studying, his deductions will not be accurate or even correct. Knowing a fact without understanding the reason is not real Knowledge from Rashi. Three categories of intellect, Chachma, wisdom, Bina, understanding, and Das, knowledge. Wisdom includes facts and ideas acquired from others. Understanding is deduced knowledge. Knowledge consists of the conclusions of one reaches independently on the basis of observation and inquiry. The Mishnah, inquiry, I mean, the Mishnah is speaking of the complementary relationship of knowledge and understanding. One can infer new ideas only from facts he fully understands, but if he lacks this basic background of clearly comprehended facts, like knowledge, he is bound to earn his deductive reasoning from Rav Yonah. If there's no understanding, there's no knowledge. This clause complements the previous one. One's inability to extract new ideas from his base knowledge indicates that he really does not fully understand what he learned. Knowledge should serve as building blocks for new concepts. If there's no flower, there's no Torah. Man is comprised of body and soul. One cannot survive with the other. Both must receive sustenance. The body must be nourished properly in order to function effectively. Without nourishment, one cannot study properly. When one earns a living, but if it becomes too difficult, a task leaves little time or energy for serious Torah study. So we have to make sure to take care of both the soul and the body. At the bottom, real knowledge includes the ability to explain concepts verbally. Rav Chaim Salvechik, the famous originator of the brisker system of Talmudic discourse, is reputed to have said the extent to which one is unable to explain a concept indicates the extent to which he does not understand it himself. Let one never fool himself into thinking that he understands a concept and merely has difficulty explaining it. Only if one sufficiently understands something to be able to explain it can we say that he knows it. If there's no Torah, there's no flower. Man's material wealth is a means to an end, a tool to provide him with enough time for spiritual pursuits. If he does not dedicate his life to follow the path of Torah, there's no reason for God to provide him with the means to sustain life. From Rav and Rav Yonah. So it's important to realize that all these statements here come together, and we have to make sure that our life is involved with all of these things. Join us next time as we talk about wisdom exceeding good deeds and how that goes about in a person here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.